good morning. It's time for prayer time. That's right, prayer time here on WHCB 91.5 The Blessing. WHCB, Bristol, Kingsport, Johnson City. Kenneth Hill here, your host for our prayer time get-together. We are uh, in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 30. And uh, it says this. He shutteth his eyes to devise froward things. Moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. He's talking about the ungodly person. The ungodly person who's hardened their heart and seared their conscience in their daily activities has become vile and wicked in their actions, so they shut their eyes. They refuse to look at the horrible effects that their actions have on others. So folks who sell alcohol, they can't closely look at destroyed homes and lives of those they've helped supply the uh, damning drug of alcohol to. Those who produce and transport and sell alcohol are all equally guilty in destroying homes and marriages and lives. The wicked and violent refuse to see the lives that their actions have destroyed. They willingly design new ways of deceiving, enticing, bringing souls to evil and destruction. They practice and use their tongues to persuade others to indulge in wickedness, which they know will harm or destroy them. The people who use their oratory to deceive souls about salvation or to lead a soul into some ungodly activity that will bring them to addiction or involvement in activities that will destroy their soul and body. God must help us. We've got to have God's help in running and fleeing from all of these things, these thoughts, these words, these actions that might entice others to rebel against God or create unbelief in their hearts concerning God. We've got to be, as Christians, we've got to be wise enough to guard against allowing the wicked and ungodly to sway us or lead us into unbelief or ungodly activity. He shutteth his eyes to devise forward things. Moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. How sad. And yet, we have ungodly people who are involved in destroying families who are in our churches on Sunday. Not necessarily every Sunday, but they're in our churches proclaiming to be Christians, proclaiming to follow Christ when they cause distress for families, when they cause distress for individuals. Now, what's going to happen when they stand, if they are truly believers in Jesus Christ, and they stand before the Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ, which is where believers go when this life is over, and they will be judged according to their works, not according to whether or not they're saved. If they're in Christ, they're saved. But when they get there, what are they going to see as A godly, as God himself, not godly, but God himself, Jesus Christ, judges them on their works. Their works are going to be burned before them because they were disrupting families. They were 
causing distress with the sale of alcohol or the sale of other drugs, with the sale of sex, with the sale of any of the many vices of our world? What will they say as they stand before Almighty God if they are indeed Christ's own? How will they answer the charges? You see, there is one thing that keeps me in check if nothing else does, and that is that someday soon I and all of humanity will stand before either the judgment seat of Christ, which is for the saved, for the believers, or the white throne judgment, which is for the sinner. And when you stand before the white throne judgment, before Almighty God, and he says, Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, I never knew you. Or where Christ burns our works before our very eyes because they were not commensurate with our following of the Lord himself. Oh, what a time that will be. Mm, mm, mm. Sometimes I think we need to spend more time on the very fact of judgment. Most of our society does not think that they will be judged for any of their wrongdoing, ever, 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 ever. Take a look at the federal government. Take a look at state government, wherever state you're in. Take a look at local government, whatever locality you're in. Nobody thinks there's a comeuppance someday. Well, you better think there will be. Oh, it may not be in this life, but it will happen. Uh, Think about the people you've lied about. You're going to pay for that one of these days. You'll be, you'll be told about it. Every word, every action, everything that we've thought, everything that we've done is going to be judged by Almighty God. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Now, if you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ, you've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. Praise the Lord for forgiveness. And yet, you will answer for what you do in this body. You will answer. If you have not placed your faith in Jesus Christ, you are not forgiven, and you will be judged, and then they're punished. See, Christ has taken the punishment of those who place their faith in him. But no one except you will take your punishment if you've not placed your faith in in Jesus Christ. I don't say that with any any pleasure. I say it with great fear because we don't talk about judgment that much. We don't uh, we don't express the truth about God's judgment and we quite honestly should be more talking about it so folks know what is yet to come. Let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you that there's judgment coming. And thank you that you have you have prepared us for judgment. That those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, we don't have to worry about it. We're going to be there as to receive crowns of recognition for work that we've done for Jesus Christ. 
or to have our works burned in front of us. But Lord, our soul is secure in Jesus Christ and in him alone, not in what we do or how we act, but in Christ Jesus. That's the only security that one can have is in Christ Jesus. Lord, I have nothing in my hands of worth. Simply to the cross I cling. And judgment is coming. There is a judgment day coming. Lord, help us to shout it. Help us to make it known so that people can avoid eternal damnation. So that people can place their faith in Jesus Christ before it's everlasting too late. Now, Lord, we ask for your provision for everybody here. We need it. We ask your provision for this ministry. We need it. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.